curiosity, enlightenment, and commitment. We all want those prospects to commit to us in the end. And just like any relationship where you get committed, you have to go through the three stages of any relationship. Curiosity, enlightenment, commitment. We're gonna cover those today on this episode of Midwest Mindset and why this shit matters. Hello and welcome back to Midwest Mindset, the podcast that makes marketing easy to understand and simple to do. I'm Matt Tompkins, your host of Two Brothers Creative, where we are making your marketing easy with the easy box. That's why we named it the easy box. It's almost as easy as me, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the easy box is where you give us 30 minutes. We give you 30 days of content. The link to get started for free now is in the show notes. All right, without further ado, we got to introduce the two brothers, the TBC crew. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Couple dudes. Couple of guys. A couple of dudes. Couple of dudes in here on the yeah. couch. Just, hanging out. I'm just a man standing in front of a, a girl. Oh, what? Holding a sign that I'm in love with or whatever. Yeah, what's Did that Did you movie? do that? No, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Myerden McHugh. He uh, looks like the kind of guy who is a Civil War reenactor. Yes. And he will constantly argue it was all oh. about states' rights. I think that's the type of... He says it was about states' rights more than people probably should. He and he won't like let it go. He really clings to it. He's that He's that kind of guy. We're not right. saying Myerden is that guy. He just looks like that kind of guy. Looks like that kind of guy. He does look like the guy in every single uh, like old Western documentary. Yeah. I watched one on Wild Bill Hillcock. I swear he showed up a couple times. He's in the yeah, background. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, uh, the voice you're just hearing there or seeing, Austin Anderson, who looks like the kind of guy who, you know, you remind me of if the guy from Miami Vice, if he never went to Hollywood and never got into acting and just lived a normal, healthy, balanced life. <laughs> that would be you. you. That's you know? a compliment. Yeah, it is. It's a compliment. Uh, and Ben Tompkins, the other brother, you would be, uh, you remind me of Tubbs a lot. I always think you and Tubbs. Tubbs? Yeah, from Miami, from Miami oh, Vice. Oh, Tubbs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've not seen that show. Oh, I know of okay. it. And they made a movie seen an episode. Too. Yeah. yeah. Colin All right. Farrell, Tubbs. Jamie yeah. Is that Zach Efron? Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Right. Oh. You look like the kind of guy who brings up Zach Efron randomly in conversations. Who, yeah. Like, at an alarming rate. Which is true. I am that guy. You are that guy. I you am are that, that man. Guy. All right. In today's episode of Midwest Mindset, we are talking about the three stages of any relationship. And I mean any. So this is like your personal relationships with your friends, your intimate relationships mm. with your lovers, uh, your family relationships, your work relationships. And yes, most importantly, what's feeding the family? Well, you're buying food. You buy food by making money from your business. Yes. Business relationships and sales, closing those sales. And it is important, I would say it's crucial to know how these three stages of any relationship work, because in the end, we're trying to take people from, I don't know who you are, I just discovered you, to let's hop into bed together, let's go to Vegas, let's get married, in the business sense, mm -hmm. you know, um, where they're, you know, a paying client of yours. <laughs> so we're gonna walk you through these three steps today. All right, so, and I would like you guys today, because both of you are married, mm -hmm. Still, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. As far as I know. And, and Austin, you've been married the longest, I think. Yeah. Out of all of us. Yeah, seventeen years. That's a that's a bit. It's a while. That's How a you stint doing, buddy? Yeah. Is what that is. That is a stint. Yes. And you seem to be okay. You have good flesh tone. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It's remarkable. <laughs> we lived in a camper together for six hundred and seventeen days. 
And if you can survive that, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You're in it for the long haul. I mean, the, the farts alone. Oh. In a self-enclosed uh, place, a space like that would be. Let's just say you always know when someone's going to the bathroom. Yes. I feel like that's a lot of what marriage is, is just. Bad smells. Hearing one another pee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have very thin walls <laughs> and our bathrooms are on top of each other. And yeah. I, uh, bathrooms should be in like a separate wing of the house. I, There's I almost am, like a little corridor to it. I am the kind of guy, though. I like to sit when I pee. I find it's more relaxing. I think it's a little bit better on your your body, yeah. you know, and there's not the, any, you know, mess that comes with normally when, when dudes are standing and right. just, you know, letting. I like to pull like my pants all the way down yeah. while I stand at oh. the urinal. Yeah, yeah, I saw that the other day, Austin. I walked into the bathroom here at work and I was not, I, was about, I wasn't pleasantly surprised. Sometimes I was surprised. I've been trying to break just, that habit since I was eight. Sometimes I just squat in my shower. That's what I'll do. Um, so, so I would say my tinkling is probably not as noisy as the normal guy, but there, these are just things you have to learn to live with yeah. uh, when you're in a long-term relationship, uh, you know, when you're in a committed relationship before you each get committed. And so the first step of any relationship, and I want you guys to tell maybe a little bit about your, how you pique the curiosity of your mate, because that's what it's all about. It's getting their attention, right? So first impression, that first impression that grabs your prospect, your new ideal customer you're trying to bring on board as a client, it grabs their attention, it establishes your brand quality, even maybe your identity. And I think some key ways today with all the content that we are in a content creation universe, it is just a mecca nirvana for creating content. It is a very easy and affordable way for you to be seen as an expert, as a credible industry leader, a leader in your field. And then you could follow that up with six to eight more of those impressions like dateless is the it's a marathon uh with putting content out every day but it's all about making that impression right it's about grabbing their attention in a way for a reason you want the attention to be grabbed so not for some scandal like ben has had many few. yeah so i've met all my other girlfriends ben had a sex tape once Did you know that came out and i've seen it he was the only one in the sex tape it was the first ever solo sex tape and, and i released it myself <laughs> yeah, Ben leaked it himself. Yeah. So how was it you guys piqued the curiosity of your oh. wives? Because Ben's married now too. Man, well, we met in, in high school. So I was a sophomore, she was a freshman, drama class. And um, I mean, so we were young. So I liked corn nuts and I would eat corn <laughs> nuts and then just blow the smell up into her seat. So that she so would smell the corn nuts and turn around. And then she's like, what those corn that? nuts are gross. Your relationship has always been built on just bad smells. Though. Yeah. So Yeah. That, but I mean, that, that got the, you know, that's, that started the conversation, I suppose. So that's probably not what you want to do. Right. Corn nuts. <laughs> so you're trying to close this. If you're with. trying to get a new client, <laughs> if you're trying to land that new customer, eat some corn nuts and blow it in their right. face. Find Everybody the, loves that. Find so, a metaphorical... Find yes. the metaphorical corn oh. nut in your life <laughs> yes. and blow that in your client's face. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a tagline right there. Yeah. I think we should use that for our, our marketing company. Uh, so, so you piqued her curiosity. Um, and Ben, did you have to do anything? Because I know you had like an interesting story with how you, you she found you for some weird painting. Well, I was, our, yeah, we met later, kind of the opposite, where we were in our mid-30s and we met online on him. Ben was saving himself. And... We, she found, I, I liked her, a photo of, her, of hers, and then she looked at my profile, and I had a video of me painting what ended up being an absolutely horrible 
uh, self-portrait. Um, and that made her it? laugh. I gave it to her as a, as a gift, so she still has it. Um, but it's fantastic. But I see it so with <laughs> with that, I would say piquing her curiosity with humor, mm-hmm. she really attached to that, um, and that's what started the conversation. And I would say too, because Ben went through this. I, I haven't been through this myself because Austin, you and I, we got we got we got into the the old wives club a little bit before the social media took over our lives. Yeah, yeah 100%. So we did not experience the online dating. I remember when I was the last, it was like the one of the first platforms they had and it was called hotornot.com. That was like one of the first dating websites. And all it was though was just you put a photo of yourself up and you got rated between one and 10 other people rated. Oh, just, yeah, and very that was judgmental. It. But that was all that it was. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just, you were really, Rolling the dice. Oh man, on that that's one. like playing like, Russian roulette with I, your yeah. emotional I stability. A, <laughs> I walked away as a seven. I'm like, I'm like, that's like a ten in my book. Like, yes, thank you. Just um, be above a five. But since then, it has evolved, <laughs> and I think this runs parallel with what businesses go through with social media. So, Ben, you experienced it all the good, bad, and the ugly with dating or trying to date on on dating apps like Tinder. Bumble, I think Grinder is another yeah, one you yeah, use. Yeah, you know, I dabbled on all of them. Yeah, all of them. Um, Duolingo, I think, was another dating app that Ben was on. It was where you learn Spanish while you you date. Right. Um, and you know, it's and my my perspective of online dating, similar to with businesses. You know, it, when you're in your early twenties, you're going to experience things differently. Mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, and just how you're going into it when you have what you what if you know what you're looking for and um, that your type of character and personality, certain characters and personalities do better with online dating than others. Same with businesses and social media, same kind of thing. I, I Overall, there are tremendous cons and problems with online dating, but overall, mm-hmm. I think it is, is has evolved into a pretty effective I've, way I've to met meet a, somebody. I've, I've met a lot of couples that that's how they met, and that, I mean, they're surprisingly, they're perfect for each other. Yeah, I mean, there's like, like you know, yeah. farmers only, Christian mingle, like, they're like there's some like uh, ones for people in their golden years. Which is you know the golden yeah something. Ashley Madison yeah about to die Ashley Madison com. is another good one yes um, <laughs> oh yeah preferred four one one I think is a another reputable platform for um, you know both finding a, a potential wife future husband or just hiring a you know a, a sex worker I mean there's just a lot of options yeah. out there mm-hmm. my point though is that it runs parallel with because we had to relearn, reprogram ourselves on how to pique the curiosity out of the gate. Businesses are having to do this now, and it's a major pain point because there are so many different platforms, they're always changing and evolving, and so you have Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, you have TikTok, you have YouTube Shorts, you have, how many times should I post? Oh, I got stories now. They're saying I should post every single day. How long should these videos be? What type of content should this be? And so just to simply grab someone's pique someone's curiosity, grab their attention. It's similar to like dating. Like, and that's why you see a lot of people go into extremes or it's just shirtless dude with a six pack or, you know, in Austin's case, shirtless dude. Yes. Six pack, maybe somewhere in there, but you know, married my son once I was got done working out. He was like, dad, where's your muscles? And I'm like, I hide (laughs) them under a layer of fat in order to trick my enemies. You're like a bear. Bears are the same thing. So, uh, so you have to pique their curiosity and you have to do it in a way uh, that is going to reflect you and your business accurately. So that it doesn't do damage because you don't want to do things that are, that push the line edgy, scandalous in a way that isn't genuine to you. You know, if it's forced, if it seems fake, because that's going to have the opposite effect and that can have a first impression can last forever, good or bad. 
the other important thing with curiosity, don't sell them anything. At this stage in the relationship, you do not sell them anything. You don't make an ask. You only give them something of true value. It's almost like finding and waiting for the right opportunity to kiss them. Like um, if we're going to relate, I think this that to comes in in light enlightenment probably. Yeah. Like the curiosity, it's like you know what? Yeah, you don't kiss no, too no fur pressure, fast. babe. I'm not going to yeah. ask you out here. I just said, babe. Like, oh, if wow. I ever say that in real life, <laughs> um, so like with the curiosity, it's like kind of a no pressure zone. Yeah. Right. I mean, nobody likes the guy. Trust me, I know because I was that guy who's just like quasi like stalker vibe, where it's like, oh, you want to go out? You want to go out? You want to hang out? You want to get? I mean, nobody likes that kind of relentless pursuit um you know and they make it seem romantic in the movies but when you show up in a, a girl's front y yard with a boombox above your head in the rain in the rain they just call the police mm -hmm. it works differently it's a different universe for john cusack than me so curiosity you pique their interest number two enlightenment so this is where you show that there is something more to you to your business so you you can't bore people into buying you so you have to have engaging content in multiple multiple forms um I, we encourage you we've talked about this before in the podcast to market like a farmer and so you have like a hunter mindset which is like i'm gonna go get sales go get my dinner so i can eat tonight farmer mindset is i'm gonna plant a seed i'm gonna slowly nurture it till it grows then i can harvest this crop and then get the seeds from that and it'll i'll have a full belly for the rest of my life because it'll just keep feeding and fueling itself um and so you want to have this long-term approach where Again, you aren't selling them on anything, but you are showing them, right, that you, you have something more. There's a deeper level. So, like, you know, Austin isn't just a hot dad bod. You know, he's also a really funny guy. He's talented. He's got some brains and some smarts oh, wow. in there. You two dating? This is where the ask is. About to <laughs> He's gonna try Will to kiss you, you Austin. Me? Uh, we've both been in long-term relationships. It's time how long to have start you been married? Uh, married for twelve years. Together though is because that's what I count. To how long you've been together? That's going on. Oh yeah, 16, 16 years, sixteen and a half years, something like that. We just did twenty. Years. We just hit twenty-three in September. Yeah. I probably got both of those numbers wildly inaccurate yeah. and we'll hear about it later when uh wendy's listening to yes, this episode of the podcast well you gotta say real quick how did you pique her curiosity well so i was on the radio so she i mean she became a, a fangirl pretty much right out of the gate i mean come on let's be mm -hmm. honest voice like this back there i had big poofy horrible hair too you know it was a little chubbier so I had everything going right for me. I mean, <laughs> talking about corn on, nut breath. Oh was, yeah, I was on AM News Talk Radio as a producer, so you know, a lot of blue hair old ladies <laughs> coming around after hours, wanting, you know. I mean, I I did. I had one woman. She was very very large woman. I mean, we were talking like she could be on have her own show on TLC. Uh, sent me a nude photo of her and her husband, telling me this is like my first six months of working there that. They like to make love to each other with my photo up on their computer monitor. Oh, oh so, man. Yeah, the, the world AM is News weird. World. You'd think they're a bunch of squares, but no, they know how to party. They know how to party. But that, So she heard me on the radio, so I had that going for me. And then we played in a band, too. We were playing in a band, so we had like the whole, I think I want to be a rock star, even though it was probably wildly embarrassing compared to how it played out in my head at the time. It was a lot cooler in my head than maybe how it looked, but so, so I had that going for me. So you want to pique their curiosity and then the enlightenment part. So like with the enlightenment part, you know, Wendy and I would, we would spend quality time together. You learn, you find out that, uh, okay, this business 
it isn't just this one thing. Or, yeah, that was kind of a funny way to grab my attention, Geico, but it turns out Geico does all these things that are in line with my core values. You know, they're military based and they support the military, whatever your, your company. They or your have a lizard. Is. They have a lizard, a talk, talking gecko. That's my core value. <laughs> talking animals. <laughs> Specifically lizards. Yeah. Yeah. I want that lizard's tail to fall off. Oh, that'll sure. grow back. Yeah. Um, so you want to enlighten them. Filed insurance claim on it. <laughs> For Ben, you know, he's a musician, very talented singer, songwriter, yeah. very talented writer. Well, I think he's for, a teacher. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's teaching. He'll be back teaching someday here. And you, you talk about core values and when we, being in our early 30s, we both knew what we wanted in a relationship. And so we were able, that was probably one of the biggest adhesives that stuck us together and kept us interested in one another because we knew long term that we're not going to waste our time which yeah. you don't always have that in your 20s and other relationships. That's um, a great point for businesses, though, because I feel like businesses often don't know who their ideal customer even is, like who they even want to be in a relationship with. Or even who they are. Or who they are. They don't know who they are. Like, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Austin, yeah. that's what Austin. the point of this podcast yes. episode is really about. <laughs> Another <laughs> intervention. Love yourself. Each episode. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, and I think that's why businesses, they try, businesses try to date everybody. They want every customer. They say, Who, who's your target audience? Everyone. I want everyone to come into my yeah, store. They're bisexual. If you, say, <laughs> if you say your audience is everyone, it really means no one. That means you don't have anyone. You don't know who your ideal customer is. You know, and you can have, you can have, you know, you know polyamorous relationship all, all day long. We're not going to judge. We'll support you. However, you need to know that that's what you want, right? That's the key. Is it polyamorous or is it polygamous? Well, no, polyamorous yeah. is where you are dating in a relationship with multiple people. Okay. Uh, so like a thruple would be polyamorous. A lot of times polyamorous are often in open relationships. So they can date other people okay. outside the relationship. Polygamy is where it's like one, it's, that's illegal. That's where it's like one guy who has like 10 wives. History has shown us oftentimes they are underage to say the least mm. and that's where it gets kind of creepy and weird all right yeah. we don't support polygamy yeah no. and plus the guy i mean how could he deal with that many women in the house i, I hope and because I, they're gonna fight each other for his attention well you said that yes that was austin <laughs> anderson who said that ladies the austin what? anderson I, yes I, um i'd like to see a show on tlc where that? it's like it's the opposite it's I'm like scared. reverse polygamy where there's like a, a woman with like 10 dude husbands is that, you know. Does that is exist? That, no, I'm saying I, I wish it, it, it did. Only, yeah. in, only uh, in the bee kingdom. Yeah, the bees, they've oh, got yeah. it figured out. Queens, yeah, that's true. Queen bees. That's true. Um, so we have curiosity, grab their attention, pique their interest, enlightenment. Show them there is something more to you and your business. Show, show them what you are all about. You know, you, you shown off the body to grab the attention. Now you got to show them your mind, show them that you're something more. You know, I like to use the analogy of like, you see a, a, a you know, like me, for example, running down the beach, you know, got my, yeah. in my speedo, obviously, you know, you see me, I, I grab your curiosity right out of the gate. Cause, cause it's an American rippling, flag. Yes, speedo. it is an American flag speedo and in the um, front, but like some other country in the back. So you're kind of confused. Mm -hmm. And it's Mexico. got an American flag flat <laughs> flying behind me. So as I run, it's, it's like, it's really having an effect <laughs> it's like on a tail. you. Yes. Uh, I mean the, the muscles, the six pack, the, the, just the fake tan, it's all there in your face. And I have got your attention. I piqued your curiosity. So then I walk up to you and you're like, oh my God, now what's, what's going to happen here? And then I start speaking in three different languages. At first you think I'm a little crazy because I am, but I also speak three languages and I have a PhD. I'm super smart. I'm a single dad and I volunteer for, I don't know, what's like a good 
Um, uh, uh, make a wish. Uh, all right. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, you find out all these things. You deliver uh, kids yes. to their make a wishes. It's like, wow, this guy is deliver just wishes. Some sexy douchebag. There's actually yeah. some substance to this. And he just didn't know what language I spoke. That's why he did three yes, right off Yes, that's the why he did three back to back. I do that sometimes, though. Uh, again, at the end of the enlightenment phase, don't sell anything. Only deliver more value. So that's all you want to do up until the final stage, which is commitment. So curiosity, enlightenment, commitment of value. Like when you say, you know, yeah. deliver more value. What like if you were talking to a business, just what, what's an example of what you. So, for example, um, you see this oftentimes online like you. I want to download this free template or this worksheet or this workbook or this journal that I can print off and use again and again and again. Right. In order to get it, I have to give my email address. So people tend to equate the value of their email address to 10 to $20. So they'll give you their email address for something that's worth 10 to $20. So if they see something of true value, so let's say you, let's say you do a podcast episode like this one here today, and we have what we call a lead generator. So at the end of this episode, I'll say, Hey, if you want to download the, you know, seven key steps to writing the best SEO blog article for your business, the link is in the show notes. You can download it. It's free. It's free. It's something of value. People say, okay, well, to get it, they give me their, give us their email address. So now we can begin to nurture this relationship. Right. But even after they've given the email address, uh, and this is where that mistake can happen after enlightenment. So they've learned something. We've given them an episode of something of true value. We gave them this cool daily planner or PDF or a checklist or something that they could really use. It's also free, no strings attached. All we've asked for so far is just an email address pretty, pretty low request. Right. Um, but it's easy to make the mistake of jumping into commitment too fast, too soon. And then we say, buy this thing or make this decision or schedule this meeting instead of just continuing to deliver something of true value. The best way to sell something is to not sell something I have found. Like it, it requires patience, grace, and some virtue. You got to like kind of sum it up to be able to just not, not jump the gun. I think it's yeah, so you hit the, the key word there is patience in so many aspects of life, but in mm -hmm. that, um, as well, just I mean, selling. Cause I know, you know, from my past experience selling stuff, um, yeah, when you're not patient and you just want that sale right away, you normally don't get that sale. No, you don't. And it's a, it's a vibe. It's an energy that you put out. It almost is this like air of desperation to it. And so, this applies to like when we were dating too. I mean, I remember we'd go out and when you walk up to somebody at a bar and you're trying to, you know, put your best moves or your, <laughs> I don't have any moves, but like your, your best pickup <laughs> line or whatever. And it, it falls flat. It's a good you strut. Like, you gotta, you know, you're, yeah, you're I got the strut. moves. I got the moves. I'm strutting yeah, up yeah. too. Oh gosh. And then, That's yeah. what it looks like. This is what it looks like. You see That's, me up there on stage. There's my band. Like, I'll never forget uh, my buddies when they would take me out to these clubs and I hated going to clubs. They were loud. You couldn't hear anybody. And they would go out on the dance floor and just start dancing with random women. And so they were like the cool, you know, good looking guys. And I'm just like the, I'm the, the funny guy entertainment sidekick along for the ride. And so I remember one time they're like, come on, come on, just get out of here. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't even know how to do this. You just go up behind somebody, you start dancing. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon you just wait, they'll turn around and they'll give you the look. And so I did, I walked out and I was like, started dancing. Well, sure enough, there's this girl back to me and she's dancing. And like, next thing you know, we're dancing together. And I'll never forget the, get the look of terror on her face when she turned around. And I, I thought she was going to scream or something. It was just, 
It was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not interested in you at all. So I jumped the gun. Now, had I given it more time and said, hey, maybe talk to her before I go up and try and dance behind her on a dance floor. Uh, you know, it worked for, maybe it works for those guys. Some people jump into commitment. Some, some people quick, can pull that fast. off. Yeah. Some people can do it, you know? Um, so uh, some key things to closing the deal or the sale. Are you making the ask? Are you calling them to action? Are you even, cause we do this a lot where we think we're making the ask, but we're not on our websites. We have no call to action. It's really hard to find like, okay, what am I supposed to do? I'm ready to buy. I'm ready to commit, but how do I do it? Um, and then painting a, a vision of the stakes at hand. So here's what happens if you take action with us. Here's how it happens if you don't. But again, don't pressure them, you know? And if you make the ask and they don't bite yet, then reintroduce the next leg of your nurture campaign, which goes back to enlightenment. So it's just this cycle of you keep going and you have to wait, you have to be patient. When they're ready, they will say yes. And when they're ready to say yes, and you don't force them or push them, they are gonna commit for life. They're gonna commit because it's their decision. It's like people finding you organically. You know, like, you know, when ben, people search Ben's OnlyFans page, mm -hmm. you know, they find him on their own. He doesn't promote it, he nope. doesn't talk about it. And when they do that, there's this level of satisfaction and loyalty that comes with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly how I felt when I found it. Yeah. That's the, that's what I'm going for, especially considering I only post blurred, out of focus pictures. Mm -hmm. And your sex, sex tape. And my solo elite. sex tape. On yes. a uh, cat house. On my cat tree, human cat oh, tree. Oh, I haven't On seen this. this a new my one? human cat <laughs> tree human poses. Cat tree? It's my calendar. That, one, got, that one was posted this morning. The three stages of any relationship, curiosity, enlightenment, commitment. If you want some help putting together a free marketing plan, we have a one page marketing plan. It's six steps. All you got to do is just fill in the blanks and you can download it. Guess what? For free. Boom. The link is in the show notes and uh, you can check out all the details on Two Brothers Creative. For Ben Tompkins, Austin, Myerden, and myself, I'm Matt. Wait, that didn't add up. Matt, you look like the kind of guy who is quick to point out the difference between jam and jelly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>